Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Nafs Connection podcast and this is Seema Umrayyan. I'm a certified professional life coach and founder of Level 10 Muslimah Life Coaching. My vision is to see empowered Muslim women and youth who are connected with Allah, who are able to identify potential roadblocks in their growth, generate awareness of their state of Iman, and take an inspired action so they may build a better relationship with Allah, themselves and the people in their lives, inshaAllah. You are listening to the Spiritual Journey Stories series, a series of podcast interviews with women just like you and I from all walks of life sharing their spiritual journeys and their connection with Allah to inspire you wherever you may be in your own spiritual journey, inshaAllah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, my dear listeners. Today I have with me Sister Sausin Abbasi. She's a professional business coach and trainer. She also works as a consultant. She considers herself to be a lifelong learner and she's passionate about what she does. So I'm going to uh, just welcome Sister Sausin over here and ask her to introduce herself a little bit. Welcome, Sausin. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sima for this brief introduction so I can uh, say about myself business coach and trainer passionate about what I'm doing and sharing this with an um, entrepreneur entrepreneurs especially women I'm working in the field of entrepreneurship and business uh, I live in Jerusalem one of the holiest, let's say, cities for Muslims, alhamdulillah. And, and I feel privileged to be one of its citizens and uh, having this uh, experience with ladies, with the youth here in the Holy Land and also in all Palestine. Alhamdulillah. So <clears throat> that's amazing, like, you know, to have that, <laughs> to be having this experience of uh, being able to serve women and youth uh, in your community, subhanAllah. Um, so, inshallah, let's just get into like um, about the spiritual journey, your, your spiritual journey uh, story, Sausi. So, what was your earliest understanding of who Allah is in your life? Um... It's a big question because um, Allah is is ever it's something on on my like um, my daily life. Mm. He's the protector, Hami. He's observer, everything. So he's in in everything in my life. Mm. But once I um, recognize that Allah is everywhere it's it was like mm. one case that happened in my in, in my work uh, I was uh, very busy mm. and we were discussing something about is God real or not have all people should believe in God or not mm. and then we got a deep discussion with my colleagues about this that we are sitting here in this room and discussing this issue Mm. Of course, there are other people in the uh, also in the company itself. Mm. There are other people, other colleagues that discussing something, and there are people also in the in, uh, in the earth discussing lots of things also. So, 
there should be some power or a power that um, observing all of this. It shouldn't be like I'm living my life by my own and others know. So mm-hmm. even if I don't know them. So this was like a peak point, let's mm-hmm. say, in my life mm-hmm. to, to to think more logic in this. It's not just th- something that you feel, mm-hmm. but it's also if you can you can apply it also in the in logical level. Mm-hmm. If you want to con- um, to discuss this with people and who don't don't believe, so mm-hmm. you get to this deep uh, depth uh, thinking about what is logic and what is not logic, mm-hmm. and. Um, Actually, I can talk a lot about this because it's all of in my process life. Everything you have to 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 do this, especially when you are not doing your pray, uh, let's say deeds mm. perfectly. Mm. You find yourself some at some point in some situation that God don't forgive uh, forget you and mm. uh, gives you like. Lots of gifts mm. that to come back to your own path. It's mm. it's about guiding someone to the right place or to the to the right space mm. or having pe- uh, spaces for people to discuss something. Mm. It's lots of uh, signs that comes from Allah every every time and everywhere. Mm. So it's about how to. It's it's a it's a love relationship. I think it's not just punishment, and you do this, don't do this. It's all for our benefits. It's not for something that um, it's an obligation. Okay, it's mm. some we have obligation, but it's for ourselves because mm. I actually th- there is a verse in Holy Quran which is. Uh, which is uh, who will be far from my my uh, to, to my relationship with Allah will have a um, miserable life and really mm. I pass this this in the past mm. because how much you are far from God really you have miserable life yeah how much you got in, in contact with Allah in all of your, um, let's say, um, daily life, mm. uh, dua, prayers, and even relationship with people. Mm. To feel this deeply in your side, so, yeah, you get this peaceful, uh, internal peaceful with your, yourself, and you will be satisfied what you have. Because satisfaction is the most important thing for people, I think, for to have satisfied from what God gives them and what gives uh, what gifts they have and how to really benefit from all these gifts. Even suhba, even everything, it's gifts from Allah. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. So true. What you said. It's it's. It's that uh, living, like, I agree totally with what you said about, like, you know, satisfaction and contentment and being being pleased with the Qadr of Allah, right? SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. <clears throat> so important. So, 
if there was a like you know if there was any kind of a turning point in your life like that really like you know opened up your eyes and you went like you know wow like you know i i recognize um the grace of allah in my life you know from this this, this incident or some event or something turning point in my life is there something like that that happened with you in your life uh, a lot but the major thing i think is was in my career life Mm-hmm. Uh I graduated as a BA in business administration and then I got master degree in Islamic studies. Mm-hmm. I'm passionate about Islamic studies. Mm-hmm. But as a business uh I'm working in business or in the business field so mm-hmm. I felt at some point of my life like uh I'm extremely like uh, one in the east one in the west you know it's mm. uh, business and islamic studies mm. so i can uh, and i love both mm. i have passion in both fields mm. and i continue l- learning and having my degree there but i never um let's say recognize or know what is the uh let's say hikmah from this what is the wisdom from this yeah. until i began my career and I shift my career from accountant to be a startup owner yeah. and then having trainings in the entrepreneurship and then become a trainer in this field yeah. uh all this was like uh, you know it's a path you should you should pass and until i i stand up as a trainer in training with with women and i find myself at this point having lots of questions asking me about uh you know banks islamic banks normal banks all of these things yeah. suddenly i i i discovered that i have a huge knowledge about this mm-hmm. that i can connect it uh, in business field and islamic studies because i studied both so it was like powerful uh, response from me and i can go arguments also in this mm-hmm. because i i know what they are thinking and mm-hmm. i get like feedback you are the right person mm-hmm. in the right place here so i i look at this like a, a huge message from god alhamdulillah from allah that i'm here Mm-hmm. all what i have at some point i was looking at this like it's it's uh, you know you are living in mass life like mm-hmm. mixing life this and there so mm-hmm. until i got this wisdom and hikmah from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanallah mm-hmm. that all this knowledge comes in the training fields mm-hmm. and i'm now since 2016 mm-hmm. alhamdulillah i'm consider myself as a professional trainer in this mm-hmm. and i um, i f- i feel privileged in this actually and it's a, it's a, it makes a, a big difference in my career life and uh, added value for me that i know the business side and also the uh, islamic side especially in the business in the business field and you know it's like stereotype about Muslim yeah. women all of these things so it's a big challenge mm. that we 
I, I'm, I'm looking at this like it's our responsibility to show people all over the world that yeah. Muslim women can lead businesses mm. because um, Prophet's wife, uh, Sayyida Khadija, عنها, she was a businesswoman. Yeah. And he was like an employee, if we can say it in the in the business language. Yeah. So this was in the Islamic history. And mm-hmm. we have to read more and more about Islamic history to see the role of women mm-hmm. there in the business side and how they lead the society. Mm-hmm. And uh, having this great society, they built a great society, um decades let's say in the past decade, decades we are now we celebrate last week about the uh new year hijri new year and mm-hmm. like it's there not, uh, lots of things happened there it was role of women and role of men both sides were working together side by side so i think it's um, it's our responsibility to to lead this this uh, lead this society mm. to the benefit of all women and everything who is uh, everybody who is living in this society true true and i'm also seeing that you know when you mentioned that you had knowledge both from the business um, as well as like you know the islamic studies like i think it's so important especially um, not just like you know in bringing in women in the forefront in terms of businesses but i think um, uh, there is a lot to learn about how to run a business islamically as well because in my like you know what i'm seeing is like there's a lot of uh, understanding or learning lack, lack of knowledge in terms of like you know how one should uh, run a business as muslims because there are a lot of unethical practices and like you know that's like I think when you look at Islam, Islamic um, aspect of running a business itself, there is so much deep you can go in that and so much to learn also, right? Subhanallah. <clears throat> and I think it's, uh, it's really like, you know, somebody like people like you who have this knowledge of both the worlds, like, you know, bringing it together and trying to like show uh, women like, you know, or anyone for that matter, Uh, Muslims, how exactly a business should be run, right? Subhanallah. Yes. Yeah. Like, subhanallah. yeah. Subhanallah. It's so important to have that knowledge and to learn uh, in those aspects as well. Subhanallah. So um, I was thinking, like you know, when you were sharing about uh, the the business part of it, and like you know how uh, uh, it it can be like the spiritual experience. as well like everything for the sake of allah it becomes right subhanallah yeah so um in terms of like you know uh, any kind of challenges that come for you like maybe in your work or in your personal life uh, with regards to making this connection like you know have you faced anything like that before Uh, making the connection with what I with, uh, have. Yeah, with, the, with both the sides, like, you know, with the business as well as uh, the Islamic, uh, connecting that, like, you know, connecting what you know. Um, 
Connecting what I know uh, as a, in, in a business, I totally agree with you, Seema, that uh, lack of knowledge of running a business, mm. especially for Muslim women, yeah, there's there is like um, gaps there in this field. Mm. But um, actually, uh, running a business, it's not always like running a big companies. Mm. You can run a business from your home, mm. just delivering food, for example, or something. This is what we are uh, trying to, to, to make in this society. Mm. Making this connection with the, um, on the career level, mm. uh, actually we got like, uh, you know, lots of questions about loans, Islamic loans. I, mm. And, you know, in business, when you are running this, uh, mm. a business, mm. You need loans. So what mm -hmm. is uh, good for us to take loan or not to take a loan? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's about uh, interest, riba, everything, all of these mm -hmm. things, all of these arguments. Mm -hmm. So you have to be honest with people, especially mm -hmm. women, because I met lots of women who are mm -hmm. really uh, stuck there in the loans, mm -hmm. especially in loans. Mm -hmm. It's a huge and major, major challenge there to take in consideration. And I'm seeing like, it's it's not the, uh, let's say the entrepreneur's responsibility. It's all parties who are involved in this, the loans, how to make the awareness about loans, mm. especially for small businesses. Uh, this is uh, one of the major connection between business and Islamic studies. Yeah. Also, um, to be a leader as a woman, mm. uh, it's also a big, um, let's say also it's a major challenge mm. uh, because even it's, it's worldwide that like women usually don't, uh, don't be like, uh, not in the, let's say the, um, the major, the major uh, positions in big companies. Mm. There is a small, like, uh, you, can, you can count these women, actually, worldwide also. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, we can make some, uh, there's a big connection between women that who rolls a business than men and uh, how she can, how women can, let's say, uh, improve and develop and the main thing is how she can make an impact on the society and the family itself. Mm. We are talking here about sustainable businesses. Mm. Some, some women are like having some initiatives like to, to have extra income, let's say, for their families. Mm. But this, this mindset that mm. of women that uh, think about having extra income to benefit from the, uh, for the family, mm. It's in the entrepreneurship field. It makes a big difference mm. in the economy and mm. the society and also on, on the country itself. So it doesn't have this, this impact only on the uh, families. It, mm. has, it has this impact, everything. So um, the connection is very... It's, it's very like... Very strong mm. between business and Islamic studies. Yeah. But 
it uh, it needs more to to read more about our uh, Islamic history and apply it nowadays because yeah. because we are living in the, the these decades it's not yeah. the same decades you have lots of technology you have lots of openings everything so you ha- we have to apply it that suits this let's say um, what we are having right now all the social media everything so to be there to be present as muslim here in this in this um in, in this all updates on all of this revolution everything so we have to 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 to, to work deeply in this actually yeah yeah i agree it's um, it's i think for myself uh, as a business person when i look at myself it's about like you know um always going back to the aspect of uh, pleasing allah in in every action in every deed you know so especially like because business can it's very easy to slip you know it's very easy to slip into uh like when you mentioned loans this is something which i personally like you know um uh gain some knowledge about and for me it's like subhanallah it's like absolute no like you know um, so it's like it just comes from allah so it's like you know i don't have yeah. to yeah i don't have to resort to ways especially when you know that allah wages war against those who indulge in these kind of things you know so it's like even if my growth is going to be slow it's absolutely fine but this is something which is an absolute no for me like you know it's like never wanting to venture in the, those kind of things you know subhanallah so but then you see that the baraka that comes from allah because you're giving up something for the sake of allah allah replaces it with something better for you in in that aspect right subhanallah subhanallah you are absolutely right sima mm-hmm. also talking about the connection between business and islamic studies mm-hmm. Uh, in the consultancy service for example mm. you are you are a consultant but there mm. is um, we are saying in arabic mustashar mu'taman which is amana mm. your 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 consultancy uh, service is amana yeah and people are looking for you like you are um you are the ideal person let's say mm. who will gives me the perfect advice or something so mm. it's all about you and your relationship with allah if you are looking uh, if we are um, um, it's it's a uh, like for me when someone is asking me for uh, for um, an advice i think twice mm. I know how much this advice will will impact on people on all levels it's not like temporary uh, impact subhanallah. sometimes subhanallah you know like sharing something uh, post mm-hmm. on facebook or something it's it's really amana if we are looking about this mm-hmm. it makes you like in in a space of responsibility in a high level responsibility it's not like i know everything i know blah blah blah, blah. no yeah. at the end subhanallah allah will ask you about this you give this advice mm. and how much i know and i uh, like like ajtahid ijtihad in this mm. to to read more and 
to put all my experience in this, but at the end, people will will uh, will go on with their life. But it's for me, Aman. I will say both sides, mm. this and this. But this final decision for someone. Mm. But sometimes we have to give advices, and giving advices, it's not like giving this advices or nasiha mm. on the spot. Yeah. So uh, usually I I uh, I ask for uh, one day, two days, sometimes one week if I need to make some market research, let's say, or something, because really it's a man, and it's not business wise like I got money and that's it. No, at the end you will benefit for one year, two years. After that, people will say no. They gave she gives me an advice and doesn't work. And you know, it's word of mouth. We are not talking just to to have to work only for having money from people. It's cheating them, especially yeah. if uh, and also who says I don't know. It's the half of the ilm. Yes. I don't know if you know it. It's an Arabic manqala. So yeah. If it's not just futia, uh, subhanallah, uh, it's it's a dangerous area there, and uh, I'm I'm looking at it like critical and crucial point there. In when someone asks, especially for advice, mm. I really took a deep breath to have to give this, and also in trainings, in everything, in everything you are doing. Yeah. Even, uh, even in this podcast, mm. uh, we are sharing our insights, our experience, everything. It's amana. Yeah. I'm saying what I what I pass in my life and what I'm living. But it's not the same for Sima, for Fatima, for Uqayya, for everybody. So it's mm. everyone will have his own life or her own life yeah. and have own choices. But when people ask for something, we have to be very careful in this. Yeah. It's not that, I, that that I'm the only one that I know everything. You can ask me about everything. No, if I don't know, I will say I don't know. Yeah. If I know, I will say honestly, I I uh, I have this in my business. I did this, this, this. But it's not sure that, or it's not uh, like one hundred percent will works for you. What works for me doesn't um, oh, yeah. uh, it should not work for another person. So, yeah. It's, uh, it's something very, very thinny mm. and it makes a big difference and a big change in people's life and also for a consultant life, also in a consultant career. If it doesn't, um, if I don't look at this like serious point, mm. you, you will lose lots of let's say clients or something, or even sometimes friends, because advice is not just for business owners. Sometimes it's your friend who are asking for advice. So this is the point. So true. It, it reminds me like, you know, of what you shared, this reminds me of humility, being humble, like, you know, in, in accepting yeah. that we don't know everything and, uh, like this is why like you know <laughs> i just it just came to me like i kind of like have this um 
a debatable relationship with this word called experts um i kind of refrain myself from calling myself an expert because i don't know if i'm really an expert yeah maybe i have some knowledge uh but again i i'm kind of wary of calling myself an expert you know except like when it's absolutely necessary for places like um in terms of like you know it's like if somebody is calling me an expert i can't help it i just keep quiet but then i refrain from calling myself an expert you know what i mean because i don't know uh, like you know the kind of like advice again like you know i like you said you have to think so much before you you give advice because uh, we are human at the end of the day and we are very much capable of like you know making mistakes and taking that time off i love what you said about that just taking that time like you know maybe a day a week just taking that time off and like let me get back to you on that and like you know subhanallah it shows the sign of humility for me that's what it reminded me of in your sharing that with me like the humbleness uh, to have as muslims yeah absolutely sima actually uh, who will judge you as an expert usually people who will deal with you and have something with you Uh, it's good to see uh, to say about yourself that you are expert <clears throat> but from my experience like uh, i can see this most of the time i'm not like, let's say addressing myself like an expert uh, expert i'm saying from my uh, from my experience or simple experience yeah. i got this 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 and people will judge you like uh, like an expert because they they see the value how what you are delivering to them mm. but uh, if you do everything for the sake of allah subhanallah it will return for you immediately mm-hmm. because um, it's like when you are be beloved by allah and angels and malaika subhanallah all the people will love you this will return to you i'm feel um you asked me when where at the beginning uh, about allah and how i do i know allah so i know allah from the people who who, who let's say um be grateful that they know me and i i be grateful to know people also mm-hmm. this is one of his gifts for me mm-hmm. because when you are doing something for sake of allah actually um like the um, you got the jaza immediately yeah but not the jaza that you are dreaming of it's more and more and more it's in sahaba yeah. having people to 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 share with them you your own insights mm. uh sometimes it's it's like risk it's 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 really a risk it's not about only money but just to ha- to be, to live in peaceful way and to sleep that i give the right advice mm-hmm. and i'm satisfied about what i, I did so it's all about to be humble mm-hmm. uh, people sometimes say no don't be humble but uh, there is lots of situation when you, when you are humble subhanallah it will return to you from allah other situations i'm saying uh, let's say when you are in big conferences with lots of people lots of religion there mm. you should not be like just only humble but to show your power 
are you expert in something? It's it's a good way to show yourself, and it's it's also in Islamic history. Yeah. There, that this this area you should be mm. powerful in this in this situation. So to be clever, were to to let's say address ourselves like expert, but mm. it's uh, when you are saying I'm a, I'm expert in something, people will like. Uh, look at you that you will have like magic stick in your hand and you will have all the solutions. So yeah. to be careful in this. Mm. I think it's all about the balance, right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually one of the things that I learned when I w- was in Japan and it's really in Islamic studies, one of the uh, owners, business owners in Japan, mm. he told me, I asked him about the key of his success and actually he said to me don't promise what you can't deliver to people so if you don't if you don't if you will not like uh, make your promise 100% don't promise people that i will do this and that yeah. and actually it's one of our muslim uh, islamic values yeah. if we are looking about this and this is the key uh, it's uh, like um it's the key of success. Yeah. yeah, I agree. It's like under promise and over deliver. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. you, if you don't, yeah, to be just to take like business um, tasks and to be uh, overload. No, it's not good. So you can say, sorry, I can't do this now because I will do it like in, in the perfect way to be satisfy you and me. So you can, yeah, make to say I'm not going to make it right now because as as we discussed it's amana at the end it's, and, and it's for the sake of Allah mm. it's not just business and having money at the end no you are building a relationship long term relationship with people it's not for one time are there any kind of um, habits that you have like you know uh, that you use in your life, uh, especially in, in terms of sustaining your relationship with Allah? Uh, I have something. From time to time, I go to to have this space in Aqsa Mosque, SubhanAllah mm-hmm. Masjid Al-Aqsa, to think deeply about this place that I'm living here, what... Uh, what challenges here? Mm. All the situations that pass in on this, especially in this land, mm. and how much people struggling for this land, especially in this land, and it's still there. Mm. And this gives me the power that how much you have in your life, mm. there is there is Allah Subhanallah that will protect you and put you in the right place and the right time that he will choose for you. It's mm-hmm. not about you. You will make your own homework, but at the end, he will choose the best for you. Mm-hmm. So uh, from time to time, I'm practicing this mm-hmm. uh, to remind myself that however you get mm-hmm. far or, um, you know, we are like, uh, you. we are all are human. And sometimes you got this feeling that I'm perfect. Mm. Or I'm having everything. No. It, so you ha- I have to remind myself that I'm at the end I'm human. Mm. And 
uh, Allah can make everything different in one, subhanallah, in, in one word, kun fayakun, subhanallah. So I have to remind myself that there's the, um, the last day, al-akhirah, that you will be judge and you will have um, like un- answers for what you what you did and to be humble. So I'm looking for the, this big building, let's say Al-Aqsa, subhanAllah, that uh, we have it and we don't have it like, you know. So, uh, but at the end it's there. So it gives me uh, a lot of power to continue in my life that I'm here because Mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants me to be here and I have to be to continue this. Uh, Actually, also there's dua uh, that I'm using. Allahumma astaghdimna wa la tastabdilna. Subhanallah, I'm asking us to use us as not to replace us mm. because if if he decided to replace us it means that we didn't get the right mission of our staying here in the land so mm. um, so yeah uh, I'm, I'm looking to uh, if, if subhanallah Allah uses you and uh, puts you in 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 people's baths to to share with them your experience, mm-hmm. to share with, you, with them your insights, even to give them advices, mm-hmm. it means that Allah knows that you can do this. Mm-hmm. And at the end, yeah. that uh, Allah will not give you something, overload you, because he knows your capacity. But we don't know that we have this magic in, our, in ourselves. Okay. And we have to discover that and to be really in connect with Allah. Uh, it's all about satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And doing this all for the sake of Allah, subhanAllah. Um, this is a, my major, let's say, or, or big uh, habit that I'm using from time to time and gives me power, actually, to continue, alhamdulillah. Mm-hmm. in what I'm dreaming to do and having difference in, in others' life and my, in my life. It's in both sides. Mm-hmm. I hear you say, you know, that this is like, in, 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 although like you were sharing about a habit, for me, I, I could hear beneath that, that there is this time off to connect with Allah and to, to take that time off to be with Allah and to be grateful to Him and, you know, uh, like completely submit, like, you know, that He has, he has sent me down for a reason and, uh, and this is my purpose in sharing, in giving and in uh, making myself useful in, in His path. Like, you know, that's what I'm hearing you say, Salsan, and that's so beautiful. <laughs> Subhanallah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Actually, you are right, Seema. Yeah, yeah it's, it, it means uh, a lot to me, actually. Uh, this this uh, place, mm. that time, uh, to be tafakkur, you know, think. Yeah. It's not about prayers or dua. Tafakkur, it's one of the ibadat, subhanallah. And mm. um, 
to to feel privileged mm. to be to feel unique mm. to feel that i'm here i'm i'm what i am i am but i'm perfect mm. i'm i'm wonderful person that i subhanallah allah chose me to be here mm. and and i'm grateful for this uh, for all, all this subhanallah alhamdulillah subhanallah it's it's so i'm 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 just like you know thinking of being content with yourself as a creation of allah just as he created you subhanallah isn't god is the best judgment judges mm. so absolutely he's right. he is mm. he is the perfect judge for us so mm. don't think at any time that you you are uh, you shouldn't be in this place on or in the situation mm. god is more uh, having this mercy for us more than our mothers Mm-hmm. and he chooses the best for us just look far about this from my experience lots of things that happened to me when i was 19 that i never my my dad passed away when i was 19 and i'm the eldest so i never thought about the hikma or the wisdom about this until i began my career and because i learned uh, and i i worked in the same time mm-hmm. so like you were pre- i was pre- uh, allah was preparing me for something to be in my career and i realized this when i was in the 20s let's say 26 27 and i realized this wisdom and this hikma so don't judge situation in this at the same point live it as it is what you have all the knowledge you have and have your own uh, decisions when it comes in the future you will see the more and more why allah gives you this so don't be like no i shouldn't be there and uh, to to disagree with this no just accept that when you accept that to have this acceptance with god with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, because even our prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he was having this dua that allahumma inni as'aluka ar-ridha ba'da al-qada which is to have this satisfaction after god, allah gives you something or qada because it's very important to to be satisfied after the qada not before the qada yeah. it's 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 a, uh, something even sallallahu alaihi wasallam our prophet he was asking for that because we as a human loving something to to want something to happen but it, but allah will make something different for us mm. to to accept that after this qada it's more important 
And this is the issue. Most people are not satisfied because they are saying, yeah, I'm satisfied, but deeply, no. So yeah. um, once I, I really uh, felt to be satisfied about all of these things, mm. lots of shifts in my life happened. Because it's something in the heart, subhanAllah, alhamdulillah, and it's, it's ni'mah, grace from Allah, subhanAllah. It's not from our hands. It's just when you are completely with Allah and making everything for the sake of Allah. So don't judge your situation or your, your achievements right now. You will see it. You will get the fruits afterwards because you have to work. And I keep saying to myself, I was far from Allah for, for let's say, a period of my life. Mm. And when I get to in connection with Allah, mm. I'm, I'm supposing that everything will be perfect in one day, in one night. Mm. But what about the old account, let's mm. say, in the uh, business, uh, mm. uh, business, business world? What mm. about the old account? Mm. <laughs> I have to pay it. Yeah. Right, because we in our relationship also, mm. not everything is okay. So you have to pay what you you have to pay your debts. You mm. have to pay what you did, mis, uh, what you had, make mistakes in the past. Mm. So when it comes to relation with Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, we want everything to be complete in one night, in one day. Mm. Come on, it's it's one of the logic and what's it's yeah. it's uh, adab ma Allah Subhanallah to be not to ask this because you have to pay something for what you did in the past. Yeah. So just patient and accept and at the end he he Subhanallah uh, his mercy and his rahma is more from uh, rahma from our uh, mothers and parents let's say yeah. so just to believe in that this is my takeaway for for me and for every everybody um this is my it's it's simple for me but for me it makes a huge difference in my life actually i totally totally agree with everything that you shared subhanallah uh, it's it's simple, yes, but it's also so deep and it's, it's so profound. Like, you know, if, if only we could just take the time and sit and think about that, that like, you know, uh, and, and this, the message itself is like so much of hope that, you know, yes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he has so much love for us more than our mothers, like, you know, and, and he is always waiting for us to just take that one step towards him and yeah. uh, he will come running towards us like you know subhanallah we just need to walk towards him and he'll come running towards us and and subhanallah so merciful uh, rahman and this is this is i think very very deep and profound thousand it's like i really really resonate with that so much because and especially what you said about like it's not something that will happen overnight. We have to strive. We have to work towards, towards walking towards Allah, like, you know, and towards reaching towards him and turning towards him. And it's just like a matter of holding on to that rope and not letting go. And uh, in spite of those ups and downs happening, right? SubhanAllah. Yeah, SubhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Just to wrap it up, uh, Sausan, is there anywhere you would like our listeners to uh, direct to in case like, they want to connect with you? 
Um, they can connect me with, on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, LinkedIn also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm I'm happy to to serve people anywhere in the uh, worldwide. Mm-hmm. So um, I can share with you my contacts, and I'm open to everything. Inshallah, Inshallah, Alhamdulillah. And uh, khairan for. Uh, being with me here with our listeners and that was really really a very deep and very beneficial conversation and jazakallahu khairan for being here with us samson jazakallahu khairan wa iyyaka inshallah sima and i would like to thank you uh, for for giving me this opportunity to talk uh, about my own experience it's my first time i usually talk in this in Arabic here in uh, Palestine. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah, uh, I hope that people can find some insights in there that can help them to go forward in their life, inshallah. Mm-hmm. And uh, having like uh, big achievements in their life, inshallah. inshallah. Mm-hmm. Jazakallah khairan Sima for t- giving me this opportunity. You were listening to the Nafs Connection podcast brought to you by the Levelton Muslima Life Coaching. To learn more about me and what I do, visit www.leveltonmuslima.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram under Levelton Muslima Life Coaching. Stay tuned for more such content. This is Seema Umrayan signing off. Until next time, stay blessed.